Good evening. The shooter is uh, March the 10th, and uh, we want to bring a, uh, a lesson and uh, to continue what we had last Wednesday. And so today's lesson, you know, is uh, that uh, what a lot of people to do, and I think everybody's probably guilty of this, is that uh, uh, the Bible says, you know, that the just shall live by faith. Okay? And, and those that are born again, it says that they walk by faith. But, but you know, a lot of times uh, we, we have this struggle. And, and uh, instead of going at it by faith, we tend uh, to uh, examine what is going on. And, uh, and so uh, uh, today people kind of look at the situation that's going on, that has come up, and the things that they see, the things that they feel, and the things that they know. And, and that's, that's, that is where they live. And, uh, and kind of disregard what God says and, uh, and go at it by faith. All right, now we're going to read uh, here in uh, the book of Genesis, chapter 12, and begin in verse 5 and 10. All right, Genesis 12, and uh, verse 5. And verse 10, all right? Now listen, listen to, uh, to what this says. And Abram took Sarah his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim, unto the place of Morad. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram, and said, Unto thy seed will I give thee this land, and there build he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. And he removed thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abraham journeyed, going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. All right. Now, <clears throat> God appeared. All right. God spoke to him. And, uh, but Abraham might have thought, has God seen what this land is, uh, all that's going on? You, you think God knows that there, there is a, Famine, and the whole place is a is a desert. The ground was cracked, the water holes were dry, and uh, all the vegetation had burned up, and they were grievously, uh, and 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 the the land was desolate, and and uh, for Abraham. He looked at the situation and considered that he's going to have to take things in his own hand. And he will have to be self-sufficient. And he will have to take uh, care of his own life, lives of the people that's with him and all the livestock. And uh, he decided 
that God was not big enough. God was not strong enough. That uh, God may not supply his needs. And so he decided to go down south and he journeyed into Egypt. And in Egypt, that uh, he could live there. They could survive there and not give the Lord God an opportunity to, to display his power, to display his love, and uh, the sufficiency that God can and God will supply our needs and uh, take care of us. Huh? Now, <clears throat> let me give you an il- illustration. You remember, you remember in the Gospels where Jesus came walking on the water and the disciples were out there in the, in the sea and they saw him and Peter said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come on the water. And Jesus said, come. And he bid him to come. And uh, But Peter, he stepped out of the boat. And he began to walk on the water. <clears throat> but you know, uh, some disciples might, might have been shouting toward him. You can't do that. It's not possible. And by nature, you shouldn't be able to do that. And uh, But then Peter... It said that he began to look upon the uh, the waves, and he felt the wind. And uh, when he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink. And then Peter cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus came there and got him out of there, and they both went back into the ship. Well, we, we, we look at the situations in life. And uh, the circumstances that comes and is all around us. That should not override, overtake what God has said. But a lot of times it does. And so uh, all of us has gone through that. And all of us has experienced that. And so today we need to look at here that uh, uh, Abram, he could have walked by faith, lived by faith, and, and, and would have existed in Canaan land. And so instead, he turns south and, and, and goes down to Egypt. And uh, when he got, because uh, he went out of the will of God, and because he forsook what God had commended him, that he takes things in his own hands now. Now, when they got down to Egypt, Abram thought to himself that his wife Sarah was a beautiful woman. The Bible says she is fair to look upon. And so Abram thought, if they see her and uh, with me, well, they'll probably kill me. And so instead, he tells half truth, what people might call a white lie. But he told a half-truth. In reality, 
that uh, Abram and Sarah, they were half-brother or half-sister. They had the same mother, but different fathers. And uh, they, they were half-brother and half-sister. So he did tell half the truth. But you know, a lot, lot, lot of times we do this simply because out of fear. We do this simply because that, that uh, we're afraid of how things are going to turn out. And, and, uh, and instead, we will tell something that would be true, but not finish the whole story. And uh, fearing. And, uh, and we believe that if we would uh, not tell the whole truth, that we will improve our situation. We won't look as bad as we are, and we think we think that uh, by uh, withholding that things are going to turn out all right. And uh, you know that uh, the Bible tells us in the book of uh, Proverbs, it says, "He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but he that confesseth and forsaketh shall have mercy." And so uh, that all down through lifetime, people have been doing that. They try to cover their sin. You know, it started out with uh, Adam and Eve. And uh, when they had sinned, they took fig leaves and sewed themselves aprons trying to cover their nakedness. And, and, and so people, they, try, they, 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 all, they always try to cover their sin. And uh, know, know that, that uh, uh, their son Cain, he covered the murder body of his brother Abel. But God says, you know, that uh, and call him and call him to Cain. He says that, uh, where's thy brother Abel? He said, am I my brother's keeper? And God said that the blood of thy brother cries unto me from the ground. And so people think that uh, they can cover and get away with it. But, you know, God sees all. In the dark, in the light, and uh, in, uh, in uh, places where there seems like nobody's around. And then also, too, you know, that, that we, we see farther on down that Jacob, he wanted the birthright from his father Isaac. And he disguised himself and covered his arm with goat's hair pretending to be his brother. And and, and, and so he did fool Isaac and uh, but he covered his sin. And, and so all down through history we all have had those scenarios. And then also too that we, we, we see the uh, farther down, that uh, 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 in the book of Joshua, Achan, that he took some articles, some garments and gold, and and and, uh, and he hid them. He covered his sin. It brought defeat to Joshua, and they could not conquer the city of Ai. And they have all down through there. People have tried to cover. Their sin. Remember, he that covers his sin shall not prosper. 
But whoso confesses and forsaketh shall have mercy. And so, Abram, he went down there and covered his sin by saying that Sarai is his sister. Technically, she was. But she was married to him. And that's why he feared. He feared his life. And so, you know, that uh, when, when we take things into our own hands, okay, that uh, we will decline from having confidence in God. And, 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 and we will draw back and, and not have the assurance that God will take care of us. And so we need to understand that, uh, that when we come and trust in the Lord, He takes the responsibility. God obligates Himself to care for us. And uh, He takes into consideration our fear. And, and, uh, and uh, He knows we are a flesh. And, uh, and God will do everything to see to it that we are well taken care of. Now, people say, well, now, now Abram, when he came out of Egypt, that he, they gave him gold and uh, cattle and, uh, and sheep and camels. He came back a rich man. Yes, that's true. But uh, what Proverbs is saying, he that covers his sins shall not prosper. He's talking about our spiritual life. We will not prosper in our spiritual life. And we may prosper physically. We may prosper with things that are temporal. But the physical life will never suffice and never be compared to what our spiritual life can do and the meaning of our spiritual life. And so today I pray that, uh, that uh, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians that speaking truth to every man. Huh? And, and so when we speak the truth, you know, Jesus said the truth shall make you free. And, uh, and uh, free of, of, of the uh, troubled conscience and uh, free of the troubled heart. We be free from, uh, from having to, to think up of the lies that we told. And uh, when we come forth and we are truthful and honest, you know, God will have mercy. And uh, what Abram feared was that they would take his life and uh, for the sake of Sarai, his wife. But God had mercy. Now remember what mercy is. Mercy is to withhold to what we rightfully deserve. God, he will withhold from things that would come. And, and it would be something that would uh, uh, be detrimental to our life. He will withhold that. And he will be gracious. And uh, the word grace simply means 
that God, He will give us what we do not deserve. None of us deserves to have our sins forgiven. None of us deserves to have a home in heaven. None of us deserve to be saved. And uh, but this is the work of uh, of the Lord God. And uh, He has always been truthful. And when we are truthful, it may cost us. But the price, what we pay, will be worth it. And and uh, trying to salvage our own life, that uh, that we are not sufficient. And uh, trying to trying to take care of ourselves, it's not. It's not, we, we, we're, we're unable. We are weak in our flesh. And we are limited. But God, He is sovereign. He has all power. And He's able to deliver the promise of life. And uh, remember, St. Corinthians says that all the promises of God are in Christ Jesus. Now, if you're in Christ Jesus today, you're 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 you're, you're pretty safe, and and you're well off, and so maybe you never have, and and so you may have uh, gone through a lot of rituals, a lot of ceremonies. You may even take on the uh, uh, the, the baptism. And uh, our, and you're a member of a church somewhere. But we need to understand our salvation is in Christ Jesus. Our salvation is secure by what Christ had done on the cross. He went there to the cross. He bore our sins. He bled his life. And his body was a sacrifice and when we come to God, we come in and through and by the name of Christ. And you know, if you're, if you're not saved today, you will not be able to reach God in heaven. Because in order to reach God in heaven, you got to go through Christ. And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the Father but by me. Huh? Now, when you pray, you come by way of an offering. Jesus is the offering. And His blood covers our sins. The grace of God, the mercy of God, the work of Christ on the cross makes us acceptable. And so today, I pray that you will be able to call upon Him. And, uh, and I pray that you will ask Him to come into your life and to save you. you got to admit, confess, that you are a sinner and that you need to be saved. There's nothing we can do with our sins. We may forget them and uh, we may overlook them, but God sees all. And so I pray today that you will let Christ come into your life. 
and let him save you. And let him make you the child of God. Now, there's a, a thing going around that every person, we're all the children of God. No, that's not true. That cannot be true. And, and simply because that uh, the book of 1 John tells us that there are the children of the devil, there are the children of God. And, and there, there is a vast difference. Today, you're either a child of the devil or you're a child of God. And in order to become a child of God, Christ has got to come into your life. Forgive you of your sins. Impart unto you the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. And, and He will cause you to be saved if you will ask Him and sincerely mean what you say. And, and you will need that. It is an absolute necessary. And uh, it is the most urgent that you know you're saved and you know you're going to heaven. Christ in you and you in Christ. And so I pray today that, uh, that whenever we slip up and we sin, we can always confess and forsake. We'll have mercy. But to cover up, it will not work. And he that covers his sin shall not prosper. All right? All right. I want to say, Lord bless you. And I pray you'll have a wonderful day. And uh, remember that faith is believing what God has said. Faith is believing what the Bible says. And to prove that, uh, that faith is real, faith is followed by obedience. And uh, to prove your faith is genuine, you will do. And you will prove what it says by your obedience. All right? Lord bless you. And uh, have a wonderful day. And uh, I pray you'll find a place of service this coming Sunday. All right, Lord bless you, and we'll see you next time.